Listen up, ladies. You are a bad bitch. You are a bright light. You are a unique, gorgeous individual who was put on this earth to glow. Life is hard, and it's sometimes dysfunctional, and you might want to shut down. You might want to quit. Don't. Beautiful things come from trusting in your journey and staying the fuck open to it. Oh, I am excited for this one. Okay, girl. Um, she is feisty, fiery, jacked up on some fucking espresso. And she is ready to give you the episode of your motherfucking life. Today, we are going, at, rather, I am going back to my roots. So here's the deal. I originally, okay, originally created this podcast to help women, specifically men, if you're here, thank you for being here. This is also, I think, very valuable for you. But predominantly, I wanted to help women navigate their 20s. And when I started this podcast, it was two and a half, almost three years ago, of just me like sitting down playing with a microphone. And then it took me about a year to actually get the gumption to like start talking and recording and putting it up. And my first episode, excluding from my Love Your Body episode a couple weeks ago, has still been to this day one of the most highly listened to episodes. And I think the reason that is is because it resonates so deeply with so many of you, which is why I wanted to do this podcast in the first place. And I think from there, just because of my journey, and if you've been following, you know I talk about this a lot, but life is crazy. My life has been no different. And um, I I think because I went like on for a couple weeks off for months on for months off for a couple weeks I lost the the center I think I I lost the nucle nuke nucleus there we go nucleus a little bit of my podcast and my platform and what sparked me back into it was love your body because I was so uncomfortable <laughs> I was so uncomfortable filming it and I just put it out there and swallowed my ego and I got such an amazing response back and it was like the fire that I needed to remind myself why I even started this podcast to begin with because let me tell you okay it is not easy it is not easy to be a one-woman show period it is not easy to not really like I'm coming up with this shit myself I'm not like building off of other events I'm not building off of you know I'm not really like a pop culture podcast like I'm really here just being open and raw and trying to kind of find the heartbeat of like what my demographic and what my target audience and what you the listener wants to hear and so I'm trying to bring you more episodes that are like that because here's the deal I am 26 and I feel like I am now on the back end of my 20s. So that means I have four more years 
to bring you content that is specific towards this chapter, this decade, if you will, 10 years between your 20s and your 30s of really good transitional material where I'm still sitting in it, where I still remember it, when I still can write it down and take notes and be like, oh, I remember when I felt that way. Let me tell them about that. I only have four years. And then, you know, this platform will grow and change with me and with you as we grow together um, and age together. But that means I really need to get on my ship because I have so much that I want to do and talk to you about and go through. And some episodes are going to be heavier, like Love Your Body, and some episodes are going to be like this one that's a little bit more lighthearted. Um, so with that being said, let's get into the episode. I wanted to bring you today just some little notes about your 20s and what I have learned and things that I find or have found over the years to be important to me that I learned on my own that I wish, or not on my own, but I, I learned myself in my own self-exploration. And I wish, you know, I had maybe had a podcast like this where somebody could have riddled all this word vomit out to me and I would have been like, oh, that's actually really helpful. Thank you. Because... I probably sound like a broken record, but it's so fucking true. You graduate from high school, you go into college. Some of us don't go to college. And even just that example right there is like one highway that somebody takes and then somebody else is taking, you know, another road. And so all of a sudden you go from this one track road to so many different like bypasses, exits on oncoming traffic like it's just life is crazy and then you have the speeders you have the people in the slow lane you have you who's like maybe on cruise control for some of your drive i.e life um this is metaphor for life if you can't if you haven't grasped that and um it's scary it's exhausting it's confusing it's terrifying it's all of these emotions bottled up into a human that is now expected in the world to be an adult. And I don't think anyone's expecting you to do it right, right off the bat. But there are some things in life where there's no wiggle room. You learn the hard way. And yeah, I just, I wish somebody, these are some things that I've learned along this this road where it's like, you're good you know you the vibe today is stay in your own motherfucking lane no matter what other people are doing know your directions in your life and stay in your lane so this is all over the board it's kind of you know it's not meant to be that serious everything I'm about to say if it resonates with you wonderful if it doesn't don't do it If it doesn't resonate with you, don't bring it into the daily practice of your life. But these are things for me that have resonated. So I'm hoping, you know, there's some things that I say here that people are like, oh, I love that. Um, And and maybe even bring it into your own life practice. But if it doesn't, it's all good. This is just what I've gone through. And it's also, if you know me, it's going to be all over the place. It's kind of a smorgasbord. I just word vomited different categories and things life hacks that I love Um, so the first one I guess we'll start kind of building off of what I just said you need to stay in your lane 
okay? So it's like at the beginning of a race, when you get ready, you get set, like even in horse races when they're in the um, the chute, I don't know if it's called the chute, that's very uh, rodeo term, um, but when they're in like the gate, before you get out of the gate, that's you. That's you in your life when you start your adulthood. You are in a gate. You can look to your left and right. You see your friends maybe. You see your enemies maybe. You see um, Instagram followers that you follow. You know, the people that are in your inner circle or like your seven degrees of who who who's in your life, like who you touch. Anyways, you see them. You get it. And some of them intimidate you. Some of them you're like, I got this. I'm better than them. I know it. I'm going to kick their ass in this race. It is not in the race of life about other people. It is about yourself. And it's hard, especially when you're in, you live in a society where constant comparison, constant competition Um, And especially not just in your work field, but then in your friend group, but then in your high school group, because you're still looking at who you went to high school with and where they are in their life. And there's just this constant comparison, right? And I think we lose the importance of understanding that it is solely our journey and only our journey. And if you are lucky enough to do it with people that are amazing and supportive and build you up and kind of push you and maybe are a little bit in front of you because there's nothing wrong with that. For me, it drives me to surround myself with people that are a little bit ahead in the race of life. For me, that is inspiring and I need it because if I'm in front, then I slack. Because if I'm I'm in front of people, I feel like I get a little like... I get cocky my ego comes out and I'm like oh I know what the fuck I'm doing no I don't so I need some examples you know I need some people that show me that I am not as cool as I think I am that I'm not as smart as I think I am that I'm not as um, driven as I think I am like that is what works for me because then I push myself harder so whatever works for you your pace your standard your inner circle and who motivates you and who guides you you need to find that as soon as possible that's like one of your first establishments in life and by the way if you are also 26 listening to this or 25 or I don't even care how old you are this is all applicable because life is a cycle and we shed different parts of ourselves throughout our lives especially in our 20s that's why it's so violent and so fast paced and quickly changing and you lose people in your life and you gain them just as fast and it's like you feel like you're the same person but you must not be because you're completely different because you're older and there's no way you're still the same mindset that you were when you were 14 and that's okay that's okay and if you feel like like I resonated with myself for a very long time in my mind filling the narrative that I'm the same person and everyone around me everyone else around me was the different person no I am at essence I like to think at the core value of who I am still very much myself but it is okay to change it is okay to grow you know without growth there is no movement there is no learning there is 
nothing beautiful about what's in your life right now. So don't be reluctant or hesitant to grow and change. And maybe even um, leave some of those people and things behind. Shed some of those skins that were not serving you. And that's why it's so important to remember that your life is your own. And if you value, you know, if you're getting advice from people that you value and you respect, you also need to have an understanding with them that, yes, I value and respect you. I hear you. I appreciate your guidance for me, but this is my life. And so I also have the choice to respect my own opinion over yours and take my own intuition into account, to take my own feelings into account and to practice life the way I want to and to live life the way I want to. Because if you're like me for too long, I like people's opinions, okay? So I ask a lot of people and people only people I respect because if you don't respect the person that you're asking a response from there's no point in this there's no point in taking the response um like not seriously but I mean yes seriously that just sounds bitchy but don't 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 go out talking and asking advice from people that you don't respect let's just say that so I used to ask a lot of people all people I respect but too many people what they thought about a certain thing that I was doing or an appearance of something or something I've created and what that did to me as a creative from a creative standpoint is um, wiped away my essence within like my involvement within the process and more times than not you know love them but people would give me advice or tell me to change something and I didn't agree with it and so then what ends up happening is I just don't go with it and then those people get upset thinking that I didn't take their advice which is true I didn't doesn't mean I didn't value it but I was listening to my own inner voice so quiet the outside noise when you're doing something when you're building something creating something starting a new journey Um, You know, if you are really close to a significant other, I would say, you know, them and maybe your closest girlfriend or if like your sister or your mom or your dad, um, someone in your family is a confidant, like I would bring them in on it just just because I think opinions are healthy um, and to kind of get you out of bias biases I guess like ask people that you know are going to give you real answer but stop asking everybody like your whole friend group your Instagram story your grandparents and everyone at the Thanksgiving dinner table doesn't need to weigh in on your new business adventure because what it does is it allows people to come in and plant seeds in your head that change your direction and your vision and your opinion And that is sacred. And that came somewhere from source inside of you. And you need to guard that more than you think you do. And I wish I had learned that earlier on. I've always been very hard-headed and steadfast in what I want to do. So luckily, I like to think that regardless of what people think, I still do things. But I I have been influenced, to say the least, in my life. Um with experiences that I wish 
or endeavors that I wish I would have just kept to myself. Um, Plus, you know, then people just like, I don't know, I guess through this experience you learn who your people are, but then people take it and they might take it as their own. And then, I don't know, you just feel like it's not protected anymore. So keep keep things close to your chest. Um, I'm just going to, I've been kind of all over the place. I'm going to just read. It's not going to make sense when I do it this way, but I'm just going to do it because whatever. Okay, so uh, we talked kind of about people, right, and like staying in your own lane. So now I want to go a little bit lighter and talk about just like appearances and growing and things I wish people had told me. Um, Okay, my mother, if you followed me, you probably know this because I talk about her frequently. She has always held skincare. Thank God, thank God, thank you, Leslie. She has always held skincare and self-love, self-care very high in her life and in her routine. And so what that's done for me throughout my life is had me watch my mom, you know, own multiple products, explain them to me, show how they work or why why they work, why you do certain things. Um, and one of the things that we kind of talk about, and I don't know why women are this way, because I've also tried to kind of take this out of my inner dialogue but we are so weird about our hands as we get older I know this is like silly you guys got to stay with me um I noticed at like 23 and I'm bringing this up because I was just talking to my sister about this it was like a, a switch went off at 23 and I looked down at my hands and I'm like oh my god my hands are old like my face I feel very much still young but my hands I'm like uh they look like they've been doing work for 26 years. That's what they look like. So my first piece of appearance advice would be never, ever underestimate lotion. So hydrating your skin, keeping the elasticity of your skin strong and supple. And then also sunscreen. Like when we go to the pool, when you're about to go outside tanning, and you bring, you know, if you're like me, you bring your oil and you only put on one layer of sunscreen. Well, don't forget your fucking hands. Get a lotion or get a spray. I don't care how uncomfortable it makes you feel. Do not skip out on your hands, ladies and men. But men like mm, a rugged man's hand is so sexy. What is that? Like, I love... I just love men's hands that look like they've like worked a long day, you know, but for women, not so much. I want, um, you know, the less wrinkles, the better for me, the less like alligator skinny, uh, my hands could be, that's key. So sunscreen, because the sun is so damaging. And if you can find, if somebody has this, let me know. Cause I think I like created this in my mind. Um, a hand lotion with SPF in it. That's not going to be like gross SPF, but it's still a really good hand lotion that I can put on at all times. I need it. If you have it, let me know. Um, recommendations are welcome. Next thing, your hair goes through growth cycles, everybody. It goes through cycles. I think it's about like a five-year cycle. I didn't do any research on this, so hairdressers don't fucking come for me. 
but I just need you to know that when you get older, your hair changes. And I don't know if it's because now we're older, we're touching and playing with our hair every day, we put a shit ton of heat in it and product in it, and so we're a lot more in tune, if you will, or psychoanalyzing our head. But it goes, it's gone through changes our whole lives. Like it's the same way why maybe when you were little, you had curly hair and it was blonder, and now it's more straight and darker. That's a cycle. That was different cycles of your life and your hair lifespan. When you get older, your hair changes, which means, ladies, this is self-explanatory, but I know friends that have not done this. That means your product changes. That also means that your routine changes. So make sure, because I'm not, I'm not going to be the one, I mean, I can give you know, hair care advice all day, but make sure you are talking with a really good hairdresser and letting them know like, hey, my hair is not as thick anymore. What's good shampoo and conditioner? What's good drugstore stuff? What's good expensive stuff? Which leads me to my next thing. Invest in your skincare, your hair care, and your body care. Like I know culturally right now in America, the makeup industry and in Europe, but Makeup is like everywhere, right? And you're constantly, if you're someone like me, you love makeup. Um, I've always been exposed to makeup, playing with it, putting it on my body, putting it on my friends' bodies and faces and whatever. But it's not where I would, looking back on my life, say invest in that. The only time I'd probably say invest in a good makeup is... Um, if you have like skin area area problems like on your face, invest in good makeup that makes you feel good. Um, but it's not for me where I would su- where I would suggest to spend the money. Where you need to spend the money is your skincare. Um, and and also I say all this to say you don't have have to spend a shit ton of money. Like there are amazing drugstore products. But I say the word invest because investment is intentional and you need to be intentional about your hair care. Don't sleep on your hair care. Like especially as you get older, some of the phases that your hair is going through is also coinciding with like stressful chapters. And myself and other women that I know have lost a shit ton of hair from stress And then I think coincided with me just not taking the best care of it at the time. And I swear I I've lost like I've lost a whole head of of hair and and grown it back probably twice just from stress. Um, And it's devastating. And it's something that women ourselves like we hold a lot of our identity and our hair and so as you get older I think it's something that if you stay on top of it doesn't have to be something where you're staring in the mirror and thinking oh my god my hair used to be so beautiful and it's not anymore it's life some of it is life but some of it is also main maintenance and making sure you're taking care of it so find a good shampoo and conditioner find a good oil a good heat protectant a good anti-frizz Whatever texture style your hair is, really do a deep dive into the type of hair you have and spend accordingly. Also with skin, do the same thing. 
like our skin changes too as we get older or as we move to different places. I can't use half of the products I put on my skin in Colorado in Georgia because there's just one, I sweat it all off. There's no point. But two, my skin's a different type in Georgia. It's not as dry. It gets more oily. So I have to be careful with that. Um, And then your body care. I really wanted to just bring the body in to say, never underestimate. I mean this, like turn this up when I say this. Never ever underestimate a 90 minute massage. Okay. I don't know why we, well, I do know why they're expensive as fuck, but I don't know why we do not normalize that more, especially with women in the community, like with your friends, girlfriends, if you don't know what to do for a friend for a birthday, rally together and buy her a massage. Like that should be just like number one, no brainer. Never underestimate getting your body worked on and and things moved through it because I hold all of my stress in my shoulders which then in turn throws my lower back out because I'm holding stress up top and it's top heavy and I'm like you know breaking my back over here and I have a back of a 90 year old woman but that's not the point the point is things like a massage things like a facial though things like a waxing paying for a service to be done on yourself is so it's like reinvesting in yourself right so you have more energy on the back end you can go from a stressful day of work to a masseuse and actually go home relax like that can happen for you you just have to spend the money but don't ever feel guilty about it because if you're stressed go get a fucking massage it works every time I I've I've lived too many stressful weeks without putting it back like giving myself care and it's just stupid so save your money ladies put it away for you know have like a literal skincare pamper I call it pamper but like a pamper account where you put a little bit away and when it gets up to enough money go get a massage or put it back into your body in some way okay which then brings me to um Oh, oh, I'm not done with investing. Silk pillowcases for your hair. This is just like things that I've loved and have really honestly like are worth the money. Silk pillowcase. You don't have to buy an expensive silk pillowcase. Go on Amazon. Um, A gua sha stone. Oh my lord. Oh my lord. Love this. Um, Yes, it's a fad on TikTok. Don't fucking come for me. It was a fad before TikTok and it will be a fad after TikTok. Get a stone or get an ice roller. Get something where it's not just your fingers, although your fingers can be great too, but a lot of us put too much pressure on our face and our face skin is like very sensitive, especially in the eye area. Get something where you can glide serums and pressure Upwards, So you don't have to go get Botox all the time. But don't sleep on preventative Botox either. I don't have any. But my sister is such a proprietor of it. I have a lot of girlfriends that do it. They love it. Don't sleep on um, whatever. the I just said the word and sounded so smart when I said it. And now I just like blanked out. I got too excited about Botox. Preventative. That's the word. Don't sleep on preventative Botox. Do your research if you're interested. Um, but it's really good for 
um, keeping those like fine lines and wrinkles that start to pop up in your 20s. Yeah, ladies, if you're listening to this and you're young, yeah, you get wrinkles in your 20s. Um, I'm also like, who fucking cares? But that's a whole other conversation. I'm not going to go there right now. Um, let's go into finances. So I'm not going to sit on this too long. If you want a really good finance episode, go back and listen to like my second or third episode with financial um, money talks with John LaRue, which I need to have him back on the pod. Um, Maybe we'll do that while I'm home so I can have the episode to release to you guys. But that's just me thinking out loud. Sorry. Um, He's amazing. He's my father, if you didn't know, and he's a financial planner. I'm not going to get too deep into finances because people get really fucking touchy about their money and I'm not certified. Uh, This is just advice personally from me. You do not have to take it. Okay. One, I can't tell you how many friends say, um, well, I couldn't do this because I didn't have credit. I hadn't built credit yet. Like not now, but when we were younger, um, like especially in our early 20s, people don't think about getting a credit card because they're scared of credit cards, which I understand the fear completely. But if you can find a card that works for you at a bank that you have or a new one, whatever, look at the benefits. There's a lot of credit cards that offer like good mileage um, to dollar ratio, whatever you're looking for, there's a credit card for you out there. Um, low interest rate. Open a credit card as early as you can and just put consistent, consistency is key, right? A consistent payment on it. So for me, um, the first thing I would put on my credit card is gas. So it's like a little bit higher priced, especially nowadays, um, purchase monthly that you know you can immediately pay off, but it builds your credit. So when you need credit for something, you have it. So that's my first thing. Second thing, have a savings. I don't care if it's $10, okay? It is about the act of saving more than the actual savings. The savings will come, but you need to have the act of it. You need to actually be acknowledging no matter if your paycheck is $500 or $10,000 a month, put a percentage away. I'm not going to give you a percentage. This is totally geared to you, but I don't care if it's a fucking dollar, put it away, which also leads me to this. My mother used to tell me a story growing up. I think she's a bad bitch. She lived on her own in her 20s working in multiple jobs and this woman was making dough and she would now we can't you can kind of do this virtually I would almost recommend to do this physically I've I've done it periodically throughout my 20s but I've never done it consistently enough because when I get too much cash money on my person it like gives me anxiety but she would get a bunch of envelopes and she'd have like I think she said she hit it I don't know where she hit it like put it somewhere in your house where no one's going to find it and each envelope has it something like car so your different payments obviously like let's say car house insurance phone bill but then but then you do like health okay so you have a health folder or um, envelope you have a special occasion envelope you have a pamper envelope and you have an adulting envelope the adulting envelope I just called it adulting you can break it into however you feel Um, but like it's important to have one for your car so like if something fucking happens to your car you have money there to to be able to fix it 
um, pamper, like what we were just talking about with your massage or your nails, put a specific amount of money away from your paycheck into your pamper account. Then you have your special occasions. Special occasions, I really wanted to tell you for Christmas and Hanukkah and like end of the year happy gift giving, but this also could work for birthdays too. I just like to have some money put away so when that time of the year comes, I'm not just like diving into my savings that's for myself. I'm diving into money that I have allocated and put away for special occasions. Also, special occasions are weddings. Like as you get older, all your friends get fucking married. And don't be the poor bitch that can't get your friends gifts because I have been that person and it really fucking feels terrible, okay? If you're the one showing up to the wedding with just a card... When you could have not gotten your nails done and bought them something cute, like a cute fucking mug or something. I don't know. I digress. Just special occasion. Also, special occasion could be vacation or you could make a vacation envelope. But just think about, really start thinking about your money in a smarter way where you can make it go a longer way and be intentional about it too. And it's kind of nice. Like it takes away the guilt if you have like a shopping money allocated for shopping, then when you're out shopping and you're spending that money, you're not feeling like you're breaking the bank because you've specifically put this money away for for that purpose. So it's helped me um, in my 20s to do that. But I also wish I had known that earlier because it probably would have helped my relationship with money better. Um, or have made it better. That was not English. I apologize. Um, and then, yeah, that's honestly all I have for finances. Have a savings, save in different areas of your life, and then build credit. That's like pretty basic. I'm not going to get further into that. Um, next thing. Oh, these are my life hacks. These are pretty good. Okay. I can already hear Zachary's voice in my head when I say this okay oh god take personality trait tests okay now now hold on don't judge me okay don't roll your eyes if you are not someone who likes personality tests there are tests out there for you Okay, I'm not going, I'm going to give examples of my favorite ones, like the ones that I think are worth it to take. And I say all of this because it's important. Okay, you think you are one way. You think you know yourself. You probably do. However, it is always healthy and it is always helpful to objectively get information about yourself from an outside source especially as you're growing into an adult into like really solidifying who you are which I don't even think we're there yet we've only like in the span of our life been on the earth for close to a quarter of a century that's only a quarter okay so you don't really I mean you're still a baby 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 in the span of your life right you need to learn about yourself and you need to learn about how more importantly what what personality trait tests give you is how you are with other people and how to work with other people so I think always um I think the best foundational one honestly to start with is the Enneagram test 
So it's um, does cost money. I think it costs about $15 to take the test or it did back when I did. And it is extensive. So allocate like a few out like an hour to take the um, the actual test. But it gives you a packet of a wealth of information of the different types that you are. There's one through nine. So there's nine different personality traits. We all are on the spectrum and the scale of where we fall in those traits. And so we can be different types. And we can have like one type can be super strong and the other type can be um, secondary. And then what the coolest thing is, is it shows you your type and how you work with all other types, which types trigger you in certain situations from a relationship standpoint. You know, it's very important um, to understand the ways that you work best with your partner. That's how you are successful in communication and in life. So don't sleep on personality trait tests. Like don't sleep on the Enneagram. I would even say take the Myers-Briggs. Elizabeth Gilbert um, has the, or is it Gretchen Rubin? Wait, let me look it up real quick. It's called the four the four personality traits. Um, four, I think it's Gretchen Rubin. Gretchen Rubin. Okay, so it's The Four Tendencies by Gretchen Rubin. Um, She has a quiz on her site. It's awesome. Like that one is not as extensive, but it's basically you find out if you're an upholder, an obliger, a rebel, or a questioner. Um, There's just so many tests out there that can help you navigate any situation and you can kind of really see oh, I do work that way or I do work best when I'm in this situation. It's it's nice. I think um, people who say they're not like personality test takers, like they just don't like the results that they get and they may be running for some, from something. So we'll just like let them be. But if you're into it, I highly recommend Enneagram, um, The Four Tendencies from Gretchen Rubin, Myers-Briggs, And then also leading into a little um, subset, if you will, if you are into astrology and if you are into your sign, I highly, highly recommend you actually diving deeper into that and seeing your entire birth chart. So in order to look at your birth chart, you have to know where you were born, so the city, the time and the time is so important because if it's off by a minute your whole chart is different um so the specific time where you were born obviously the day when you were born um and then the best reference that I have found that I wanted to recommend to you guys is by um a lovely woman I think I've talked about it before on here Shani Nicholas um you were born for this it's her astrology for radical self-acceptance it's a book that you can buy you can buy the digital or the hard copy and then you actually go on Shani Nicholas site and um put in the information she sends you your birth chart you just have to read it and if you don't know how to read it her book you were born for this 
shows you. But that was really cool because, and I didn't actually, I love astrology, always have. Um, but I, it wasn't until my later years, like the last couple years where I really dove into my birth chart and tried to understand like my sun sign, my rising, um, my moon, like all of, you are a diverse wheel. You are not just your horoscope.com Aries. You are more than that. And astrology gets a lot of flack, I think, for just being generic and like, produced from somebody behind a computer and everyone's like I do relate to that I'm gonna get wealthy this week that's not astrology I mean it it is in a way but it's really not like astrology it has to do with you and your positioning in the universe and it's so cool and it as you get older and you grow and you but you're like a rose and an onion and you shed so many layers and petals you get to like the heart of yourself and understanding how you are and then dynamically how you work with everything around you and it's it's just it's really cool it's I can you say cool one more time Arletta it's amazing and as you get older and you go through times in your life where you're frustrated with yourself to to have something read back to you who you are I love I I'll never get over it I will never there will never be too many for me to read. I love hearing about myself and who I am and how I am. Oh, going back to personality trait tests, also body graph. If you have never gotten your body chart read, also need to do that. I think it's bodygraph.com. I'm not kidding. Um, you put in your information and then you can go and you can have, um, there's so many different places out on the internet that will read your chart for you. Um, Because you have to pay money, I think, to like dive into your actual body graph. But learning how my body is and where I take energy from and how I process it, that's really cool too. So um, moving on, it is important in your life, especially, especially out of college, to keep a hobby, learn a hobby, and just motherfucking have a hobby. Okay, so if you lived through the 2020 pandemic... Um, obviously you did you're listening to this congratulations you have made it you probably took up a hobby or started and started back up an old hobby that you had forgotten or maybe you lost your motherfucking mind in the pandemic and you needed a hobby this is a reminder get a hobby start a hobby love a hobby fall in love with something like and make it fucking fun, please. Do not start a boring, strenuous, like, why are we doing this hobby? I need out of you, like, fucking making shrinky dinks for your family or learning how to quilt or learning how to speak another language. Like, start a cool hobby that helps you grow and diversifies your portfolio and what you can bring to the table as a human on this earth also it keeps you sane it's a good outlet and it just brings out your childlike energy which in your 20s we're still so tapped into our child like our inner child is still here um 
And, and you need to hold on to that as we get older. I mean, you know, you've met the adults where you're like, wow, are you dead inside? Do you even enjoy living here like on this planet? Probably not. The answer is yes, they are dead inside because they let their child die because they don't do fun things like start fucking drawing with chalk on your, on your, um, driveway again or garden or paint, like just have fun and don't judge yourself in it. Bring, bring some happiness into your life. Play with your inner child and let go. And that's what hobbies bring to you. Next one, save a travel journal. Okay, save one. I don't know if you need to buy one and just bring it on your travels. And I'm not meaning international travel, although I hope that is a part of your travel journey. I'm meaning if you're going to fucking Topeka, Kansas, I don't care bring a travel journal. And I say this to say, our minds are sharp. But when you get into the nitty gritty and years go by and you want to remember or recommend a burger place that you had in the middle of Colby, Kansas to your best friend as she's driving through Kansas and you can't remember, it's going to make you go insane. So write it down. And just like it doesn't have to be extensive and you don't have to journal every day of your trip. But like if you go to a good restaurant, write it down. Write down the chef you met or the hostess or the table you sat at. Be specific and get specific because if you ever go back in the future and you want to remember, excuse me, remember, you're going to need your travel journal because you just won't remember. Or like I also said like slash notes, like make notes in your phone. Um, but where you stayed, what you ate, who you who you met, write down the cool things because you won't fucking remember. Because Zach and I, literally last night, I was trying to tell Julia Havens, Julia, if you ever listen to this, I'm sorry I failed you as a follower. I was trying to tell a girl that I like, and I don't do this often, but when I like influencers and they ask for recommendations, I give it to them because I'm like, I ask for recommendations on my podcast and I genuinely want them. Um, she's in Mykonos and she was asking for recommendations and Zach and I went to the most beautiful restaurant for breakfast where we sat there and we were like, this is goals for your outdoor activities in life. We need to build our house like this. We need to live here. I want these pancakes forever and I can't find the name of the restaurant and it makes me want to lose my mind because I can't tell Julia and I should have made a fucking travel journal when I went to Mykonos just mistakes were made learn from my mistakes okay next one write down specifics on what you want for the future okay it is really big to manifest right now in life and I've heard a lot of controversy we're not going to get into it I would love to do an episode about it um, because I think I have a healthy beautiful religious spiritual way of looking at it but that's just me um it is big to manifest and this is in essence manifestation what I'm about to tell you to do but I want you to know I'm not just saying this because manifesting is big right now I'm saying this because I have done it since I was little and it has made an impact in my life I'm not going to sit here and say everything I've ever written down has come true because it hasn't because I've I've gotten in my own way a lot of the times but what it does do when you get specific about what you want when you have a journal, because you know if you're a listener to this podcast, you know how I feel about journaling. What it does is you look back years from now and you can read like, okay, for instance, um, 
this is not true, but let's say I just wrote like become a millionaire by 25. If I look back and read that now, I would say, oh, okay, that obviously didn't happen because there are some things when you write lists down where you're like, wow, that didn't happen, but you realize why and how it was for the best. Because if I was a millionaire right now, I would probably not live the life that I live and I would not have met the people that I've met and it wouldn't have shaped me in the way that it did today, which everybody always says it's so easy to say after the fact, like no shit, Sherlock, but... When you get specific, it does two things. In the future, it helps you look back and know. It it helps you kind of have closure in your life because you realize what you wanted is not what you have now or what you want now, and that's okay. And it's important to see in your life that we change, that our wants change, and we need to let some things go. And that is healthy, and that is normal, and that is something that you need to get comfortable with in your 20s because life doesn't always happen the way we want it to be and the way we want it to happen. Two, what it does is it makes you get specific about what you want because you know how so many people say they know what they want. They're hungry. They know they want to eat. They don't know where they want to go to dinner. Okay, that's life. You want to be a millionaire but you don't know how to get there you don't know how much work it takes to put into it you don't know how many grueling hours it takes I'm like I'm not (laughs) clearly money is on my mind today um I'm just using millionaire as an example because I think it's like people probably legitimately write that down and that is okay to write that down and you should I think it's an amazing um thing to accomplish and go after but you got to get specific about it and you got to put numbers in there like because I believe the universe and God and the creator work in hand to give you exactly what you ask for so if you oh there's a great TikTok I think I saved it but it's like the conversation that you have with the universe and or with God and so it's like you're praying and you're like okay God I want a beautiful life And God's like, okay, what does that mean? I want kids. Okay, I can give you kids, but like what kind of kid do you want? Like it's like you got to get specific because otherwise he'll give you a beautiful life. But will you think it's beautiful? He'll give you children. But are they going to be your number one hardest challenge in your life is raising that kid? Or, you know, it's like you got to get specific with what you're asking for because it will come to you. But sometimes if you don't get specific enough, it comes to you in a different way than you asked for. And you might have asked for. I'm, I'm just trying to you might have asked to get back in football, Arletta. You might have asked to get back in college sports. But did it come to you the way you thought it was going to? No. Or did it happen to you the way you thought it was going to? Hell no. So like you got to get specific. Don't be afraid to write down the specifics. I think I've beat that dead horse moving on. Travel outside of the country. If you, and this is like privilege, 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 privilege. I am so honest to God I mean this truly I am so and have been so blessed 
in my life to travel to the places that I have. And so I realize I'm putting this on this list. And there are some of you that are going to say, Arletta, I am broke as a motherfucker right now and I can't travel to go see my friend two hours away from me, let alone to another country. I get it. Okay. I understand. But I'm putting this in here because I want to plant a seed in your head that you need to go to another country for a multitude of reasons. I'm going to touch on a few. First, in your 20s, when you're an adult, when you're still trying to figure out what this weird thing called life is, if you experience another culture in another country, it changes everything for you, especially coming from a country like America, where so many amenities and things are easily accessible and taken for granted. 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 Yeah. Thank you. My girlfriend texted me last like episode when I was fighting over the word granted. She texted me. She's like, it's granted. I'm like, thank you teacher okay um anyways we take things for granted and when you go into another country you experience it all you realize um different values that you have held in your life that maybe don't make sense anymore because you see that people live a completely different way and are happier you realize um how how much like fresh food and fresh produce without artificial dyes and without sugar in it to keep it as a preservative. Preservative, literally the word preservative, is not in so many other cultures' foods. And it makes it taste better and it's healthier and it's just a cooler experience to have, um, in my opinion, than like the food that we have here in America. Um, Traveling gives you a perspective and honestly takes the little privileged brat inside of all of us and shows them what how how special their life truly is and I think all of us could use an experience with people who think differently than we are that look differently than we do that live differently than we do but yet are still so happy and so beautiful within their life and it's it's very eye-opening and very growing and I would even go as far to say I wish you could do it right out of college like before you really get into the world before the world really molds your brain go see the way other countries live because I guess you just realize like you are not the center of the world obviously but some people need that kind of shake up in their life when they get out of college or get out of high school. And you need to realize that your country is not the only one who's doing it. Maybe the only one who's doing it right in some areas, whatever, that's political and can be debated. But you just need to realize you're not the only one doing it out here, you know? And so traveling is so important, um, especially out of the country. And then Um, But of course, if you can't go out of the country, still go around your country because you need to also experience your country in all its entirety. Um, This is so silly and mainly for my ladies because this is so sexist because I know when I say this, every man's going to be like, oh, I own one of those. Uh, Ladies, 
you need to buy yourself a tool bag. You need to buy a toolbox. And if you are lucky enough to have a father like mine, he will buy you one that is pink, which is my favorite thing. I have a pink hammer and I fucking love it. Okay. And I'll beat your head in with my pink hammer. And so the God, that was aggressive. Oh my God. Um, anyways, if you can't tell, I'm just like Jay chilling. Like you are in my room right now and we are talking and I am buzzed on coffee and I'm telling you all of my life hacks and secrets. Ladies, stop letting men do shit for you. I mean, not really like let the man do it for you because they get satisfaction out of it and you get satisfaction out of watching them do it. Um, But I mean, don't need a man. You don't need no man. You need a pink tool bag. You need spackle. You need a drill and you need to buy something from Ikea and follow the instructions properly and build something for yourself and feel like a bad bitch doing it. You need that in your life. You need that in your 20s and you need that before you have a man come in your life because I tell my lovely Zachary this all the time. I do not need you. I want you. It is a choice. And in that choice, I want him to feel honored that I am choosing him because I love him deeply. But I do not need him to put together our IKEA furniture. I love watching him do it. I love letting him literally put in a labor of love for our home. But I don't need him. And you don't need your man. You just need a pink tool bag um, and tools. And you need to look up YouTube videos or call me and I will help you with anything you need. Next thing, put energy into the people that give you energy back. Ho! Oh, say a lot of in the back. Oh, okay. You are going to waste so much time and energy and happiness in your life putting in energy giving literally giving do you know what that means your cup is not full and it does not runneth over it is empty because you're giving away your cup to bitches who do not give it back they do not put back into it what you give to them stop doing it literally after this podcast make a list of people in your life that you give energy to and then I want you to go on the other side of the column and I want you right next to it do they give me energy yes or no it's that simple and if they don't cut them out of your motherfucking life because life is short you are stressed as hell you have a lot going on and a lot on your plate and you do not need somebody taking and taking and taking and taking and sucking the life out of your body and not giving it back and then spilling your secrets and talking shit about you and making you feel bad about yourself we don't have time for that this is 2021 we are moving on to bigger and better things without the people that hold us back enough said this one I just I felt called to say it I don't know who needs to hear this okay um Vacation days matter. Personal health days matter. So when you are looking into a job and they pay great, but they have terrible vacation days, do not take that job or take that job. Know that you're doing that job for a specific reason and then get the fuck out of there after that job gives you whatever the hell you're there for and take a vacation. Because if you do not have balance in your life, Please, 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 if you do not hear me to hear this, if you do not have balance in your life, you will go crazy. You will be a terrible person. You will be the worst version of yourself. You need to give yourself 
days off. Also, you need to know when you need a personal health day. Like, and I'm not talking about a lazy day. Okay, the weekends are for laziness. I'm talking about I'm literally having a existential mental breakdown crisis, need someone to come peel me off my mattress, need to call in and maybe go spend some moments in the forest kind of day. Take those as well. Don't underestimate them. And don't you dare give yourself shit if you do. Don't sit there and think I'm a bad employee. Don't sit there and think I'm a bad friend. Because again, going back to the sentiment of putting in money back into your body and yourself and like self-care, the same goes for mental health. If you do not take mental health breaks, you will literally go crazy or cry or break down in front of somebody somewhere that you didn't want to. So take care of yourself. Don't underestimate the days where you just need a moment, you know, to yourself. Next one, build your own routine. I should have put this at the beginning um, because your life, again, is no one else's but your own. And when you're an adult, if you do not have structure or opinions, someone will make that structure and give you opinions for for yourself. And then it's not your life, it's someone else's. So with the routine, I wanted to just, and I know this has been hammered into at nauseum by influencers and it's just so commercialized right now it really pisses me the fuck off but you need to have a morning routine you need to have a night routine and it needs to be consistent for yourself doesn't need to be consistent with what other people do but it needs to be geared towards you because what you're doing is you are acknowledging to yourself I like not anybody else I like to do this this keeps me calm this winds my brain down or up and this is how I want to start and end my day and as an adult that is so important because everything else is out of your control but what is in your control needs to remain in your control don't go giving away your routine your schedule to other people because then you aren't living for yourself you are living for somebody else and you will feel very lost and alone so don't do that. God, that just sounded so so bleak. But truly, make your own routine. You'll feel better for it. And I'm not even, we can get into that maybe in another episode. But I just wanted to say, if you don't have your own lifestyle and routine, make one. Um, the importance of a calendar, a planner, and time batching. I just need to say... Buy a planner. I don't know who needs to hear that. Buy a fucking calendar. Download Google Calendar. It's so fun. They like have cute little pictures that come up depending on what you type in in your schedule. But it is so important. Do not underestimate keeping schedule for yourself. Even if you don't have anything going on and you simply need to schedule in when you're going to shower for the day and work out those two things that's just like the most important schedule your day understand what you have going on no one should know your schedule better than you do so when somebody says hey Arletta can you babysit on Friday I can say hey no I have dinner with so-and-so I spent so much of my life I love planners but I would plan 
probably like 70% of my life and not 100. I don't know why, okay, because somebody would say, hey, can you do this? And I'd be like, yeah, and I'd keep it in my brain and I wouldn't put it in my planner. And then somebody else would say, hey, can you do this? And I would say yes. And now I'm double booked and now I'm a flake and now I have to flake on somebody and it's just not good. So as you get older, as you become more of an adult, take responsibility of your life and plan it the fuck out and time batch it out too. like give yourself 30 minutes to do something and then finish it within that 30 minutes and then move on don't spend three hours on something that could take 10 minutes okay don't send me to a meeting that could have been an email that's all I have to say next one identify things like movies people experiences that inspire you okay this is important because you will have days and moments when you don't want to get out of bed, when you aren't inspired, when you are maybe having, um, um, uh, I don't know, like a workout is a great example or writing a book is a great example. You have to do that every day to reach your goals, yes. And some days you don't want to do that and you know that you need to do it for the greater collective, but you don't want to physically do it. And that's when you turn on your inspiration. That's when you look into like, I wanted to give a couple of my own because they're amazing that's when you turn on Beyonce homecoming and you get inspired to motherfucking conquer your life okay that's when you turn on Brene Brown um her special on Netflix like inspirational that's when you turn on your favorite favorite artist documentary because documentaries with artists I don't know what it is they're always so inspirational turn it on Turn on the podcast. Turn on one of those. This is also great. Like I've listened to this on the way to the gym once or a couple times when I haven't uh, wanted to go. Google or YouTube inspirational speech with music. Oh my God. You will feel like the main character in your own movie. And you are. Um, And that's inspirational. So find something that inspires you and weaponize it to get your ass out of bed on the days that you can't or you don't want to. Next one, if you can, if you have this option in your life, and if that didn't happen for you this way, I'm not shaming you, okay? I Your life is your own and it's beautiful and I just know it is. So don't even think that this, if this is, doesn't apply to you, that your life is over. I'm just saying it has helped me. It helped me become more independent. If you can, live on your own. Live on your own. I don't know if that's in college. I don't know if that's first year out of college. Probably not. Not for me because mama was poor. Um, live on your own at some point in your life because it teaches you what you like to do not what your mom likes to do or how she likes her house or how your friends like their kitchen to be cleaned how you like it and it is it's important for you to know and gain confidence in that so when you do in the future live with somebody else you know what to say or how to live or what to fight for and the things that you don't really care about that you can let go um this I just had to throw this in here um if you do not right now in your schedule. If you do not volunteer, you need to start doing it. Volunteer has been um, a big part of my life, my whole life. And I consistently have tried to keep things in my life that, that help me, inspire me to give back to my communities, to volunteer at 
um, shelters, to volunteer at a horse barn, whatever it is, whatever you love, find somewhere that you can give your time without your money back, your physical time. It changes your perception, changes who you are, it makes you a healthier human. Um, And I cannot speak highly enough about volunteering, but I just had to say that. It's so important. Next one, stay in your lane. We kind of talked about this in the beginning. um, And I'm just going to reiterate it again. Stay in your lane. It's your life. It's no one else's. Okay. Don't look around. Don't think that because somebody else is doing the same thing you're doing and they're more successful in that one point in time that you are not successful has nothing to do with you okay that is their journey it's not yours don't let it steer you from what you want to do okay put your head down and push through don't look around don't look up because there's this really good tiktok about this man talking about how all of his friends in their 20s had so much fucking money and he was like how do I not have money and he was like working consistently building his own business and all of his friends would blow their fucking money like they would go to Vegas and their friends would blow hundreds of thousands of dollars they would go on vacation and he's like seeing this opulent lifestyle right well guess what happens 30s come his business is booming it's successful and he's learned from his friends mistakes because he's watched them spend so much fucking money and blow it all well guess who's poor his friends and now guess who's rich he is so it doesn't matter okay it doesn't fucking matter what's going on in somebody else's life this is your life your journey if you are your level of successful and meeting your standard that's all that matters if not you're working towards it end of story period done done okay we're almost done don't let society's clock run your clock kind of what I was just saying but like I'm talking about and I'm speaking to you women here And you might sit there and think, Arletta, this is so easy for you to say ho because you, oh, sorry, I just got a text message. I got thrown off. This is so easy for you to say because you are engaged and living with your significant other and have what I want, blah, 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 blah. No, I did it on my own clock and it just worked out this way, ladies, okay? But that doesn't mean... That now that I'm getting married, I'm going to, I mean, I have no say in this, right? Like it's all God's plan. But I don't, I don't feel the pressure to immediately pop out a child because I know some women do. Okay. This is your life. If you have not found a husband yet, don't rush it. Stop rushing it. I don't know who needs to hear that, but stop rushing it. He will come to you when he's supposed to come to you. And if you rush that shit, okay, if you rush perfection, it's not perfection, and it won't last. So stop looking at society and look at your own lane. If you would like to be married before you're 30, put an emphasis on dating, on your relationships. But don't don't sit there and think that the only reason that you have to be somewhere is because everyone else is. It's not true to you. It's not authentic to you. And honestly, as you silence the rest of the world around you and and what the world does, you'll start to hear your inner voice more. You'll start to live for yourself more and you'll be happier because of it. And just some things I wanted to leave you with in the end were words, things and words that I have lived by 
over the last couple years that have really impacted me and I wanted to share them with you. So the first one's actually recent as of today because it one of my sorority sisters shared it and I just loved it. Um, it basically said focusing on results won't bring change but focusing on the change will bring results and if I had learned that and like if that had resonated with me more um when I was little it would have really like when I was younger it would have really changed my life because I'm somebody who focuses on results like I like to imagine what the house is going to look like before I move into it. I like to imagine what it's going to be like to be rich before I'm actually rich. And it's not going to breed the change that in turn will breed the results. So you need to just focus on the change. And honestly, the lesson that I learned this the most with was bringing a consistent yoga practice into my life over the last two months. I am ecstatic and like screaming at the rooftops about it now, but I kept it to my chest um, for the first month that I did it because I just wanted it to be special and about me and what it taught me was I could only show up to the mat as much as I could show up to the mat and it wasn't about anyone around me and it's not about me being able to touch my fucking toes okay if I focused on that I'd be frustrated because I couldn't I just focused on going every day and just giving my all in the moment and guess what I can fucking do now I can touch my toes I can touch my toes I'm so excited about it but I focused on the change not the results so that's important next one no one can make you feel any type of way you make yourself feel that type of way and I know this is going to hurt some people because I know your ego anyone's ego automatically starts coming out and like you just you think like well now they do make me feel that way no they didn't their action had a result and that result hurt you in some way but it's not they did not make you feel that way you're making yourself feel that way so stop it stop doing that stop listening to that person stop stop letting that person make you feel terrible you are you are it's your own emotions inside and you can change that and that was hard for me to learn but so 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 important and then hmm let's see what else did I have oh this is just like a no-brainer no one's here for you except yourself like and I say that to say we have people here for us like my parents are supportive I love my sister I love my fiance I love my best friends. So they're here for me, but we're human. Things happen. No one is here for you. Truly, truly, truly here for you except for yourself. And when you process that and you digest that and you live by that, you will never be let down because you yourself will never let yourself down. And that's what it's all about. And that's what growth is about and learning. And this isn't an easy time. I don't think it's supposed to be an easy time. I started out really angry about it, you know, in your 20s. I started out angry. And I think there's a lot of things we could change to make this transition into adulthood easier. But as I've gotten older, I've just realized the things that I've told just told you. And they've helped me. And I've realized that's kind of the journey, you know. And you got to fall in love with the journey. Um, and so... Yeah, thank you for listening. I hope something I said here is helpful. 
um, and worthy of being brought into your own life. But if you'd like me to expand on anything, let me know. I really could talk pretty much about everything that I just said, like as its own episode, but I've talked enough today and I've had enough coffee for the week. So happy Monday. Um, Go kick some ass in your life. And as always, oh my God, if you have not liked this podcast, if you are listening to this right now and you're like, I like this bitch, she's cool. Give me a thumbs up or a star rating. What am I on YouTube? No, give me a star rating. um, And don't be like whoever, whoever you are out there um, giving me a one what is that or a full what was it I have like five stars and then I have like one one star and that's just it's just rude because I just now I know you're playing with me and that's just damn right not true that's just somebody being angry out there in the world and jealous jealousy um so yeah give me a rating write me a little review yep one person gave me one star how sick is that um write me a review and share it with a friend and engage with me on Instagram, which is at Stay Open Podcast or at Arletta Argyle. And um, have a glorious fucking day. All right. <laughs>